0: And, Father, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed spiritually, physically, mentally, in every way. And we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand. Praise God. So we're going to talk about being exposed to a higher standard. Amen. Hallelujah. These are the days where you're going to see a lot of changes. God is on the move, and He's taking no baggage with Him. Amen. <laughs> he's taking those people who are 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 ready to do the work of the ministry. Amen. With renewed minds, and that's the the biggest thing that I can tell you. A little bit of hope, burst of hope, is renew your mind in the Word of God. Amen. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Praise God. So being exposed to a higher power. And let's go to Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Hallelujah. If I could find it, it would be nice. Amen. So Isaiah 55 uh verse eight you know the scripture but we're gonna read it and try to find out what god has to say for us today amen so it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts which we know that god's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways saith the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts higher than your thoughts and let's go to 10 It says, for as the rain and this is the example that he gives for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there hallelujah it just you know see it comes down for a purpose this is what you know i like to get a little bit of revelation as i read and so there is a purpose for the rain coming down amen and even in its frozen form it goes down it never goes back up but it it stays on the earth for a reason and that is to uh to uh, moisturize and to lavish the earth to you know because think of what the farmers would do if the the rains would go back up amen so the rains in every form, it's, it's, it's water supply for the earth. Amen. And so this is a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Hallelujah. Now, too much of it can be a catastrophe. <laughs> so it says, um, for the rains come down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower, bread to the eater. So shall my word see his word in a way does the same thing amen it goes forth from my mouth and it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish just like that rain and snow accomplishes things on the earth it's for water supplies for replenishing it's for the uh, the trees to bud his word has a purpose on the earth amen it's not just to bless us hallelujah so it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things which I sent it to prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to elevate ourselves. Amen. And one way to elevate yourself is to elevate your thinking. Elevate your thinking, your expectation. Think higher. Uh, speak higher. Speak higher. And so this is what God wants us to do because he has got good plans for you. And his plans won't change. His plans don't change. But his thoughts are higher than ours. We need to come up. Amen. We need to come up. Praise God. The, the rains and the snow don't come up, but we sure can come up. Amen. And so we need to, to obey him, obey the word of God. The only way I know to come up to God's standards is through the word of God by the word of god to renew your word your your mind in the word of god amen and if you renew your mind your your uh language you know heaven has a language and so our language would improve we speak god's word his language is his word and we speak his word and the word will come to it would manifest all the more quickly but we have to get in sync we have to get in line with the word of god amen And do that which is right in his sight. Hallelujah. But it shall not return to him void. And that's good news. We know the scripture, but do you really understand what that God is saying? He is saying that his word will not return to him without accomplishing something. And it's going to accomplish what you need it to accomplish. Amen. The word of the kingdom goes out of the mouth of God and it accomplishes all things. Hallelujah. And everything that God creates has a purpose. So you know that everything that God says, everything in his word, you know, it has value. It has a purpose. And we are to cherish every word that we read. Amen. And it applies to us because we are his main focus all the time. Amen. We are God's main focus. He loves us that much. So everything at Everything that He's created has a purpose. The purpose of rain is to, uh, it has a divine purpose. Uh, wind, snow, everything, and, and likewise His Word does too. His Word has a purpose. And the purpose is to change us, to work for us. The Word works for us. It changes us. It heals us. It disciplines us. It comforts us. You know, there's no ending to what God's word cannot do, or there's no ending to what it does. And so we have to treasure the word. It accomplishes that which God pleases. Amen. And God has everybody's, uh, He has all of your needs. He has everything that you're concerned about. He has that, uh, at heart. And so He wants you to know that He is very concerned about your needs my needs and he wants to still get his work done on the earth amen and so we need to uh really take the word at heart until it changes us you know when you're taking the word uh, to heart when it changes you amen hallelujah let's go to genesis 6. hallelujah genesis 6. And we just want to read about, uh, man versus God. That's what I think we're really doing. Six verse five. And it says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of his thoughts, of the thoughts of, of his heart was only evil continually. Now don't forget this was in the days of Noah. Amen. And it says that man's heart was evil. It must have been because Noah's family was the only one saved. Everybody else was bad, bad, bad. I mean, doing something bad. (laughs) Amen. So the wickedness of man was great in the days of Noah. Amen. And in the earth. (laughs) Hallelujah. So if God could find... uh, more people you know he would save a whole town for one per whole city for one person and so god was not trying to punish anybody he just he was working with what he had amen amen let's go to jeremiah 29 jeremiah 29 just comparing man with god his thoughts are not like our thoughts. They're higher. So we need to come up. Amen. Jeremiah 29, of course, 11. One of my favorite scriptures. Hallelujah. And it says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you. We don't know. We should know, but sometimes we forget. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. Amen. And expect it in. And then 12 says, and then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. You see how forgiving God is? Amen. It says, and verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. So we need to seek God. Hallelujah. And he says, I will be found by you saith the lord and i will bring you back from your captivity i will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where i have driven you saith the lord and i will bring you to the place where which i cause you to be carried away captive amen so he still he had people people were in exile but he's still bringing them back to their original or their former state amen it's former state of prosperity like it was in the garden hallelujah so in other words god is saying look i'm thinking about you all the time i have plans for you plans i have a purpose for you and you need to pursue my plan and my purpose amen for you he's saying but we don't think the same he says you got to come up a little higher because we're not thinking on the same plane you think I hate you. You think I'm trying to, you know, punish you. I'm trying to bless you. Amen. I'm not trying to take blessings from you. I'm trying to get blessings to you. And so he wants us to think about it and come up in our thinking, come up in our our um, our love, I should say our faith. Bring your faith up higher and kick it up a notch. Amen. And he wants to show us great and mighty things that we know not. But he can't show us if he can't even find us. If we don't even trust him. And see, this is a thing about trust. We don't trust the Lord. But we must come up higher to a new way of thinking. I'm telling you, thinking is everything. How you think, the thoughts you think mean everything. Amen. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ, the Bible says. So why don't we think like Christ? Because we don't we don't do a job, we don't um make it a project to get our mindset changed. Amen. See, you know, you can't think every thought that is in your mind. You can't allow that. You have to resist. The Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee from you. He it doesn't say he might, it says he will. But you have to resist. But if you allow the thoughts, wrong thinking to, to stick around and then you engage in it, <coughs> then you become a person that is, has a defeated mentality. That's where depression and discouragement comes from, um, thinking on things that are not good and lovely, not pure, not of good report, not thankworthy, not praiseworthy. But the Bible says for us to think on those things. And this is how you keep your mind elevated to where God is so that you can hear his voice and hear his instructions. Amen. And so we need to keep God in the center of our thoughts. and, and But we let the natural realm dictate our lives. We should. Amen. I'm, and when I say we, I'm just talking about the majority of the Christians. We just take it as it comes. But we really need to fight against anything that's not like God is a perpetrator. And you need to fight it. Amen. Come against it in the name of Jesus. And we don't have to settle. Don't settle for what the devil is showing us because he's a liar anyway. Amen. He's just a liar. We live in the kingdom of heaven on earth by the word of the kingdom. So, see, we're supposed to live by the word of the kingdom. Not, we don't live by the devil's substandard natural means. If you understand, I hope I didn't mess that up. But you know what the devil lay, see the devil has a plan for us too. But we're not here to serve him. Amen. We're here to serve the living God by the Spirit. And so we need, uh, to speak the language of heaven, which is the Word of God. Live the word, allow the word to uh sink into our hearts, and we're supposed to live out of that. And the word is enough. It's always enough. Amen. But we live in the kingdom of heaven by the word of the kingdom. And that's been the, the word that's been sown in our hearts, and that's where I want to go with this. The word of God has been sown in our hearts. But, you know, there's a lot of little uh, how can I say it? There's the devil. I'm just gonna keep it real. The devil is there to snatch the word from you. I can't even substitute that. And when he's there working, trying to snatch everything away from you, then, uh, your, your thinking doesn't, uh, come up to God's level. You can't think like God, you know, depressed and listening to the, to an evil report. And that's all the devil has. He has no good report. I mean, ain't no goodness in him. He only has an evil report for you. Amen. And he likes to, uh he's fake, like the fake news. <laughs> See, he has a, 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 what is that, a faux thing. We used to call it something. Everything that God has, the devil has a counterfeit. So he's a counterfeit devil. Amen. He's going to offer you something that's not real. He wants to offer you something that's substandard secondary and it has no validity it it, you know you can't put faith in it i mean he's a trickster and so we need to be solid on our foundation we need to be solid in who we are we need to think like christ have the mind of christ which is our rightful inheritance no substitutes amen and so this is one reason why we don't get uh god's best Because we're not giving him our best because we don't resist. The body of Christ needs to do more resisting. Amen. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. So we are to live by the word and then we'll come up higher. Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew 13. I think that'll explain it better than me. Matthew 13. Hallelujah. And it's the parable of the sower, and that's what I'm trying to say. The word gets snatched from us, and when that happens, there's a lot of different ways the devil will come at you, especially a new believer. And he does it to people who've been, who's been um, saved for many years, and they think they're okay, and they're not even hearing God's voice, nor are they understanding with their heart. Amen. So Matthew 13, verse 18, why don't we start there? Oh, I don't have it. Okay. And it says, therefore, hear the parable of the sower. Hear the parable of the sower. And when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, now that's important. You need to underline that word, understand it, because that's the problem here. Amen. So when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away that what was sown in the heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. Verse 20 says, but he who receives the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word. And immediately receives it with joy, like most of us. That was me. Amen. I was always received the joy, the word with gladness. You know, that word was good. That's hearing it and and receiving it with gladness, with joy. And then verse 21 says, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. And when the tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, it immediately he stumbled. See, that word didn't take root. It was kind of like uh, massaging your flesh. And that word was good. Not talking about you. <laughs> but that word was good. <laughs> That's Chuck's little favorite quotation because it is good, ain't it, Chuck? But sometimes when we, we don't receive it in our hearts, we receive it with joy, and then it'll get to our heart, but it gets uprooted. When does it get uprooted? When we're faced with storms. Trials, tribulations, problems, and then I thought God was with me. We get negative real quick. And then, boom, we're back, depressed, discouraged, trying to do things on our own. And I think the, uh, I think I can say, uh, for this teaching, I think this is the main thing that God is trying to show us. You can't do it yourself. Let me do it. You know, trust me to do this. But we gotta get on the same wavelength. We have, we have to get our thinking straight. And so he is saying, I believe if we come up in our thinking and allow the word of the kingdom to uh, change us, change our hearts, change our minds, change how we think, then he can do more and we'll see more. Amen. Because, see, if we get it in our hearts and understand the word of God and allow it to change our hearts, we'll start speaking the word. We'll start, you know, we'll, we'll create our own future. Amen. And so we need to really, I think, pay attention to these, these scriptures. Let's see. So did we do 20? Yeah, where they received it, received the word that was preached and the seed falls on a stony place. And this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet He has no root in himself, but endures only for a while, for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now, 22 says, now he who receives received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful see it's that that type of person don't know whether god is their god or money things and stuff y'all know what i'm saying and we get confused because you know sometimes we think we have to get wild again getting as good but we don't understand that god will not allow us to miss anything everything amen everything comes in due season and so god would not uh, not bless us. He is He is a blesser. This is what he does. He blesses his people. Amen. And so sometimes, you know, it, the riches, it says that in 22, the riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Verse 23 says, but he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Please un- underline understands it. Please do that. Cause now we're talking. We're getting somewhere. He who receives seed of the word, the good ground, is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit. See, when you understand the word, you bear. You become a fruit bearer, and produces some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty fold. So now we know where the disconnect is. The disconnect is when we allow the word the seed of the word to get away from us and it doesn't do the work that it's supposed to do on the inside of us it gets away from us amen the word is supposed to change us see the word has power as you know you know jesus is the word and so just think of him intertwining and interworking on the inside of us, infusing us with all power, all wisdom and knowledge. And but see we miss that if we allow the devil to come and snatch the word from us. You know, time tribulation come, don't don't give up. Don't think that God is not with you. You know how you you, you get hit with some things, you say, Why me? Or why was God not with me? You know, and, and all kind of things. But don't let that destroy your faith in him. And so hold on to God, hold on to Him, and don't let Him go because He is not done with us by any means. Amen. Hallelujah. Did I do 23? Yeah, I did 23. I think that's as far as I need to go. But the point I, I want to make is, He who receives a good, um, a good, a good seed. He hears the word and he understands it. That's what I'm trying to say. I got a little confused. So he who hears the word hears it. He, he treats that, that word of God as seed and he allows that seed to be implanted inside of him and it does a complete work on the inside of us. And see, by the time we get done with that word rooting and grounding us and doing all the things of com, uh, making us strong, getting rid of the, the stuff that we don't need, you know, purifying, purifying us, strengthening us. If we allow that word to do its perfect work on the inside of us, I'm telling you, you, your mind will be changed. We will think like Christ all the time. I know sometimes we do, but sometimes we don't because we lose sight because we get sidetracked. You know, life has <laughs> surprises. But it's nothing should be a surprise to us. Amen. We should be ready for everything. Amen. The Bible says to gird up your loins. And that means be ready. Get ready for action. Be ready to receive. Be ready to go any way that the Lord wants to take you. Amen. Because he's taking us higher. But I'm telling you, we're living in a season of blessings, a season of, of a promotion, a season of, um, more responsibility from God. You know, God wants his end-time army to prepare for what's to come, and it's a work. He has a work for us to do. That's the reason we're here. That's the reason we're saved. It's not for God to give us everything we want and everything we need, although he'll give us the desires of our heart. But what I'm trying to say is that's secondary. If we uh, obey God and do what we're supposed to do and understand why we are here, then God will bless us. We can have it. You, you have whatever you want. So, But we got to get our language right. In other words, we got to get our, our speaking right, our thinking right. This is the most important thing that we can do right now in this season because God wants to bless us. But he's saying in this season you are being exposed to a higher level of, of thinking, a higher level of authority. But you got to think like me. Because, you know, he wants to entrust us with everything. You know, we're about kingdom business. He wants to entrust us with everything that he has. And so, but we, we got to come on up. Amen. Hallelujah. Like some people say, girl, we got to do some uploading. I say, yeah, go on upload, girl. But you got to get your thinking right. Amen. Because God, he uses, he can use you more. And and we are living in the last days. So the word must be sown in our hearts to come up higher. The more understanding, the more you are converted. See, when you understand the word and it takes residence on the inside of you, your soul is being converted. And when your soul is converted, God can just tell you anything. Some things he won't even have to tell you because you understand but by a divine uh, relationship with him. Amen. And so we need to stay with God. Trust him to trust us. Amen. Stay in the word until you know and understand it and become mature. And this is what he's looking for, the mature bride. God wants his bride to be mature. He don't want any bride that's on the, on the bottom when Esther was being prepared for the king, she had no bottle, (laughs) you know, amen, and he prepared her for six months, and he, and you know, in other words, she got off the, the bottle, and got on the meat of the thing, of things, and she pleased the king, amen, so stay in the word, and do Proverbs 420, which we know what that is, but let's go there, and just review it, Proverbs 420, know my son attend to my word let's go over that Proverbs 420 that's one of our uh healing healing school uh scriptures it's part of our logo on our newsletter Proverbs 420 hallelujah and so it says, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, and do not let them depart from my eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, you know, or your spirit, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. And so the word of God is life and, and health to your body. See, this word of God can do everything. It heals your body. It gets your mind straight. It makes you strong it it's your it heals you in your in your mind and body and it it uh it's your companion it 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 makes you uh feel better when you're in sorrow or when you uh don't feel good about things or when you're confused when you're hurting you know the word of god uh consoles you it it doesn't pity you but it lifts you up And, you know, and it it is your best friend. You can't live without the word. If you're born again, you cannot live without the word. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Bible says to incline your ear unto my sayings and don't let them depart from your eyes. Amen. Keep the word of God in the midst of your heart. Keep this word in your life. Keep your eyes, affix your eyes, the word to your, your eyes. Amen. And learn to speak the language of heaven. In other words, speak the word of the kingdom. You know, don't talk one way and pray another, but get everything lined up. And I think that's where God wants us, get everything lined up, because he wants to do a, a, a work in you and through you. Amen. And and it's not just for us, but, you know, the world is waiting to hear the word of God. Amen. Full measure. You know, they are waiting for the sons and daughters of God to reveal themselves. And so God is trying to prepare us. And I think the most important thing God wants us to know is we got to change how we think because he's saying we don't think a lot. My thoughts are higher, you know. We don't think alike, but we can. Amen. Because you're made in my image, and you can, but you need to let the word do a complete and thorough work in you. Amen. And then, see, when when we think like Christ, we have the same goals that God has, and the things that we need become so small in our lives. When we run into problems or when problems find us, you know, we don't look at it as being impossible. It's not impossible. We know that, oh, God's going to take care of that. God has my back. He has a plan for that, a plan, and a, I just want to uh, live according to his plan and his purpose. See, all of these other things that we want become uh, minimal and small in our lives, and we start to become concerned with what God is concerned about. But we can't do it if we're not thinking on his level. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's see. We need to live higher by a higher standard and we need to speak higher in encouraging words all the time. Even when you want to say something negative to somebody, you know that you won't let it. You know, if you you're so in sync with God that that won't even come across your mind to say some things just to encourage. Amen. Okay, so let's let's uh, go to first Peter. Is she down back there preaching her gospel? I hear her. <laughs> First Peter one thirteen. Hallelujah. Now when we attend to the word, according to Proverbs 4, we develop the mind of Christ. And we are born, because we are born of an incorruptible seed. You get stronger when you start thinking like Christ. You get stronger. You, you, you know, you understand the word better. Cause it says we need to understand. When we understand the word, it sticks with us. Amen. So 1 Peter 1 verse 13. And it says, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. In other words, man up. Amen. <laughs> Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace That is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And uh, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. See, now you're understanding the word. Amen. You're not in ignorance anymore. Verse 15 says, but as he who called you is holy, you be holy in your conduct. Because it is written, be holy as I am holy. Amen. You can't be holy if your mind is not renewed. And that's why we I keep going back to your thoughts are not like mine. My thoughts are higher than yours. Because we can't be holy if we're thinking, you know, dungeon thinking. Oh, you know amen and so we can't be holy but you can come on up is you know the thing i like about god is there's never it's never too late there's always hope and god is he's so patient with us he never pushes us to be something that we're not he know who we are amen he knows who we are And so he is so patient and gracious with us. We need to be patient and gracious with him and not give up so soon. Why do we give up on God so soon? Amen. Or think it's not going to happen. Or Well, you know, we all do that from time to time. But God just wants us to purify our thinking. Amen. He doesn't expect us to be perfect. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. But he expects us to do our part. To live holy. It just said, be ye holy as I am holy. But you cannot do that without a renewed mind. And he understands that. And that's why he's given us his word. Telling us exactly how to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need, an. I think that's why we don't speak right. We don't speak right because we don't think right. And if you don't think right, you won't speak right. And God wants us to speak his language. You know, when when you're in in a military person, you know they have their own language. I used to remember. It's been so many years, I don't remember anymore. But there are certain words that military people speak. You know, it's like instead of I do remember. Instead of when someone asks you, when are you when are you finished? You know, when are you leaving? Or when is your tenure over? They they say when do you ETS stuff like that. And so you have to know the language. Now, the kingdom has a language just like everybody else, and so we need to learn the language. If you were in the Navy, I think it's a rope on a ship. You don't call it a rope. In fact, do you know you can be uh, uh, not court martial, but, yeah, you can be disciplined for calling a rope a rope on a boat. It's a line. Amen. So everybody has a language. Can you imagine how God feels? He's like, oh my goodness, when we he hears some of us talk. (laughs) Amen. The bathroom is called a head, and uh, back. The front of the boat is called the bow or the bow. I think most of us know it. So, in other words, I'm just using that as example. We need to use the right language. Because we live in the kingdom. We don't live on the street. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so we need to, you know, we need to think right. And when you think right, have a healthy thought process. You'll talk right. You'll talk kingdom language. And, and you know, I, I know that even though we may, see, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying just speak, um, <laughs> you know, how religion is. And people want to just speak with uh, scripture, and you know God heals all those or whatever it is. I'm not I'm not talking about that either. But when you speak God's language, when you go into warfare, you know exactly what words to use. You don't tell the devil now. Nah, you know I don't put up with this. No, you beat his head with the word. I bind you and I break your power. You have no authority. You are trespassing in the name of Jesus. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. And you're breaking the law. And you get back. You know, you got to speak the word to him. And this becomes normal. This is our normal way of living. And so we have to speak just like a military, or whatever. You know, when you, uh, when I, I worked for the government and I uh, worked in, in uh, human resources, back then they called it personnel. And they had different, um, you know, different words for different things, you know. And um, when you, you had to do uh, fingerprints and all of that stuff, they would say, do a CCK or whatever, you know. And, and you had to know what that was. And so why not a, a heavenly language, you know. And so we need to learn how to talk and think like God talks and thinks. amen. And it's nothing above the law. It's just we have to have, like the scripture said, we have to have understanding. And the more understanding we have, the the more God can get us ready for the end time works. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we're born of an incorruptible seed. We need to act like it. Hallelujah. So I did First Peter, thirteen. I think I went thirteen. Through 15 but let's go down to verse 22 and it says here it says since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit insincere love of the brethren love one another fervently with a pure heart having been born again not of incorruptible seed uh, not of corruptible seed but incorruptible." Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Amen. Hallelujah. So see, there's a process. Now you know why we need to go through the process. God just can't pour all of this on us without us going through uh, step by step a few things. And and it don't take long, but it's just that we need to do things the way God tells us to do them. And so if we need to even go back to that, that seed. Because sometimes we need to do that. When we first get born again, that seed falls on stony ground. We have to go back there. I've had to do that many times in my walk with God. Find out where the disconnect is. And so God is saying that disconnect is when you don't understand the word. When you hear that word, you receive it with gladness. You have joy, but understanding is not there. And then the devil comes and steals it from you. Amen. And so we need to sometimes, you know, sometimes you say, well, I know this scripture and this is not what's going on. God, if, if you need to hear this, because God knows where the disconnect is. He knows what we need to hear that's going to make us better and stronger. And that's all he wants to do. And I love God simply because he helps us find out what we're missing. You know how sometimes when nothing's moving and you don't know what's wrong what kind of god would not tell you but when when we you know but when he gives us the scripture that's going to unlock some things then we and eh, i know that already you know how we are sometimes well the religious we're not religious amen but anyway let me leave there before i get in some trouble but god is trying to develop a, an inner purity if he wants us to be holy like he's holy he's trying to develop inner purity in us and it's not expecting too much because if you read your word get in your word and allow that meditate on that word that word will change your thinking and then it's it's like this when when you hear something and you know how we we're quick and i was like this all the time quick to think the worst when you let that word change your thinking, you' quick to 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 say "No, it's not like that and then you you know you get an encouraging thing, and then you can encourage other people when the devil jump them, and you can be encouraged and spread that encouragement instead of adding more discouragement on you know on what's already bad. But things are really not bad. It's just the way we look at things. Y'all know what I'm saying? And that's why we really need to change our thinking and come on up where God and match God's thinking. And not only that, He's saying, be ye holy as I am holy. Amen. And so we, we got a little bit of work to do, but I think most people are there. Amen. Purify your souls in obeying the truth. Through the Spirit in sincere love. Now, I just read that. That's in 1 Peter 1.23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed through the Word. Everything is through the Word, by the Word, in the Word. We can't get away from the Word. And so in other words, we need to be in our Word every single day. Every day. You don't let a day go by that you don't, uh, get in the Word, Or hear, listen to a CD. This is how healing comes. This is how faith is developed. This is how you change from one uh, status to another. You don't become better than anybody. You're just on one wavelength with God. And you and God are ready to do battle. Amen. Well, I want to be used more. I want God to use me more. This is how you get used more by God. As you get your mind thinking. Amen. You increase your 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 thinking ability because you're exposed to a higher standard. God is that higher standard, and he wants us to come up because he wants to use us. He wants to trust us with things. He wants to do everything for us. So, it, you, you know, you can't lose when you give the word more attention. God's word can't return from its um, course. Until it brings the answer to the sender. So the answer must come back to the sender. So when you are believing something and you're in the word and you know the word and you're expecting God to come through for you, it will. You must know that it must come through for you. Amen. And uh, you will have a higher level of thinking. When the word, when the word is done with you. (laughs) When you get done believing for something, I'm telling you, you'll be at that standard that God wants you. And all he wants us to do is he wants to trust us more. This is why we need to go through this, this process so he can trust us more with kingdom business. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants us to think right, talk right, be available more for him. And that's all he's looking for. So we we must press. Let's go to Philippians three. I'm almost finished. We gotta be like Paul. Three verse thirteen. And this is, brethren, I do not count myself to have a, a, a apprehended. And this is Paul talking. He says, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Now, there's a clue right there what we need to do. You can't take the baggage with you. If you're going to renew your mind in the word of God and be available to be used by God more, you have to let go of the baggage. Amen. What's past is past. So Paul is saying, I don't count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind. And I reach or I'm reaching forward to those things which are ahead. And so I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of Christ, of calling of God in Christ Jesus. And therefore, let us as many are. As many as are mature, you see what if you would underline mature, you see where he's God's trying to get us. He's trying to get us to be, become mature saints so he can trust you and use you more. See, we're being used on a low level right now. I was looking at Marilyn Hickey. I just, uh, thumbed past her, her, uh, you know, her station or whatever. And I was just listening to her and she was giving her testimony of how she got started. And that woman has been to so many countries, China, where and they had a uh, she went to India and they put out a bulletin that they were going to kill her and so she was going to speak at this arena and so the the people who uh you know run the place they said wait we don't want you to come to the arena we got to change our plans cuz we don't want the arena to get shot up <laughs> <laughs> so they tra- they changed her venue you wow. know cuz see they have no faith but you know what, she prayed and she said, they're not going to mess with me. And she told, you know what she told, uh, she went on and she spoke uh at some news conference or something. She went to the radio station and she said to that person, the people who were threatening her to kill her, she said, if you kill me, I'm going to go down as a martyr. And she said, I'll be famous. They left her alone. <laughs> And she, she had that meeting in that arena. Amen. And so, you know, it's just so many places that she's gone. I mean, I, I know I've kept up with her ministry, but I'm just saying I didn't know how many times she's been to Red China. She says China, the Lord laid her on her heart, China. And she says those people are getting saved by the millions over there in china you would think that's not what's going on but it is and it's just it was just so good to hear that confidence that she has in god you know and so she the the man was telling her the overseers they said you need to pray she said well i pray about not speaking here yeah pray about it because we don't want arena to get shot up and so when she went she god told her to go he said, don't cancel it, but tell them if, if you get killed, you'll be a martyr. See, God knows how to protect his. He knew their reaction, what their reaction would be. I mean, she's just been, you know, so faithful to God. And uh, she says someone asked her, well, aren't you ready to retire? She says, I am retired. <laughs> you know, I get those questions. Now, when you going to stop going? I ain't going to stop going. So she said, I am retired. And they say, well, what did you look at as retirement? She said, retirement is when you start doing what you like to do. And she said, I like to do this. Amen. And so I was, amen, I was just so, uh, I just felt so good to just to see people who are so bold and who are so willing to go overseas and they never give up on these people and it's just amazing, you know, what, you, and see, this is the kind of thing that God wants us to do for him. See, this is the, so we think we're doing something because we come here and pray a couple hours, once a week. Uh-uh. Look at what she's doing. Look at what so many, uh, Troy Marshall, I know a lot of you know him. I think he's uh, Shannon's friend. And he goes over to Singapore, is it Singapore? Malaysia, uh, Malaysia. And it's not even healthy to be there because of the um, atmosphere and all of the bad air. And so what he took it upon himself, him and a few of his friends, was to buy masks for all of those people over there. And those kids get awfully, awfully sick and they can die if they don't have masks. And so what he does is he lets people know if you gave this amount of money, you can buy a mask for every person in the family. And so just to let you know, this ministry gave, amen, amen, and amen, that's right, hallelujah, and, and that would stop those children from getting sick, you know, and so just the thinking, he's got four children, and he sacrifices his time to go over there, and I just look at people like that, and we think what we're doing is important, I mean, it's important, I said the wrong thing, but we think it's a big deal. But think about him, you know, and then when they had an earthquake or some other uh, hurricanes over there, and it was so unsafe, and he was right there. And so, you know, we, we need to pray for these people, which I know you do, but we need to see that we're get, we getting off lightly because the stuff that we do is not, God's not asking us to do much. But I look at him and how he, and he's taking his whole family over there, right? His children, and they have the mask on, and it's a, you know, it's, but they're doing this for the glory of God. And so God is just so faithful, but He wants more people like Troy. He wants more people that He can send over to different places and, you know, and and just work for Him. And, uh, you know, I just admire these people, and I say, God, you know, you know who to send. (laughs) Wow because it's not easy. But this is second nature. Um, uh, What's her name, who I was talking about? Marilyn Hickey. She was saying, I wouldn't have it any other way. But years ago, when she first started, she was afraid, but she says second nature to her. And so it's just so wonderful to hear these people's testimony and I mean, you know, and not, and I'm not trying to minimize what we do because we do a great work. Uh, intercession is one of the, it's a life, number, number one, it's a lifelong job that you can't get out of. God is not, you know, when people stop and quit, they not, God didn't tell them to do that because when you're called an uh, intercessor, that's a lifetime position. And number two, it's a high calling. It's a high call. So I'm in no way trying to put it a uh, minimize it, but just think you have all the modern conveniences of home. You're not gone away long and, you know, you can um, you don't have to get on a plane. You know, you don't have to be bothered with mosquitoes and this. I mean, it's just what God. God is good. You know, he's thoughtful and he he knows the people that get to do these different things. But anyway, I just thought about her and how, how good it is. Then this is why God needs people to train themselves, to discipline and govern your body, govern your mind, govern your thoughts, govern your, your heart. Don't let your heart be trouble. You know, let uh, allow your heart to get help if it gets hard. Don't allow it to get hard. And that's what I'm trying to say. And keep that word in your heart and in your mind. And allow it to change you. You know, because think about it. You take less baggage if God happened to send you or increase, because I'm going to tell you, it's going to increase. The work is increasing. It's not getting any easier for those quitters. You know, it's not getting any easier. It's going to increase the work because this is the people out there look at the condition of the world. And so the work is increasing. And so we need to make ourselves more available to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the least we can do is, is renew our minds in the word of God so that we can understand and, and be on the same thought uh, level as God. Now, we'll never get on his level. He's great. But so that he can communicate with us and we'll understand and know what it is that he wants us uh, wants to have us to do. And so he's saying my thoughts are higher than yours. You know, uh, and then Jeremiah twenty nine eleven 11 is saying I know the thoughts I have toward you. And it's, not, it's thoughts of peace and not evil. So I'm not mad at you like you think I am. Amen. And so he's given us so many different uh, ways to understand what he is expecting us to do. And that's just to simply keep our hearts clean. And allow the word to work in our lives. Clean up our conversations and start speaking kingdom language, not just when you're in church. All the time, when you're at home every day, speak the language of the kingdom. Are you a citizen of the kingdom? Yes, we are. So speak your language. Don't come in here speaking French when we're speaking, you know, a heavenly language. Learn your heavenly language. Amen. And that's another thing. You know, we need to incorporate tongues in our everyday life. Amen. That's a good way to allow that elevation to come. It will elevate you and, and, you know, purify your thoughts and, you know, it comforts you. You will get all the benefits of the kingdom if we obey what and do what the word tells us to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So I just got another one more scripture let's see where did i get to 16 let me just go back up to 14 i know i read it but let's get back i press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus therefore let us as many as are mature and this is where god is trying to get us have this mind those that are mature have this mind and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule and let us be of the same mind. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we we got to stay in, you know, like in other words, we're like uh, uh, we're in the army of the Lord. And so we all have to be on one accord. Amen. Think like Christ. Have the mind of Christ, which is our rightful inheritance. And God wants to use us. He's preparing us for his end time battle. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's already started. Amen. And that's why we don't have time to waste. You know, it's not a a fear thing and it's not a, a real urgency because God is in control. He's our commanding officer. But we need to prepare and do what he's told us to do. Gird up your loins. That means prepare. Prepare either for war or for something. But don't just let yourself uh, be lackadaisical. You know, don't allow yourself to just be um, lazy and, and too much in your comfort zone. You know, don't be in comfort too much. Amen. But come up higher. And be used of God to receive from God and to please God. Because this is what pleases God. Do you want to please God? Amen. Come up higher. Come up higher to understand kingdom business. God wants to share with you. He wants to share kingdom business with me and you. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to understand God's plans and purpose and pursue god and stop pursuing other things amen these are the things you'll get i'm not saying you don't uh don't uh you don't deserve anything we all deserve something but god will make sure that you get and then another thing this is done in your private time this is such a small thing meditating on the word such a small thing but you get big dividends big payoffs from uh, renewing your mind in the word amen so we got to get our plans and purposes right and they must be aligned with god and that's all i'm trying to say one more scripture first john two i hope i read everything i was supposed to first john two hallelujah don't be left out It's for somebody. Don't be left out. One John two twenty. Okay, it says, but you have an anointing. One John two. Yeah, twenty. You have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things. How are you like that? We know all things amen hallelujah and that word anointing in this scripture is talking about the holy spirit it's you know substituted for the holy spirit so you have the holy spirit or unction from the holy one and you know all things but you can't know all things if your mind is not if you just all over Somewhere else, and you'll think if you think about the same thing. This is the way you can tell if you think about the same thing every day and it makes you discouraged and you think about it because you're mad, you need an overhaul. You need to get in the Word and just stop, you know, stop doing what you're doing and get in the Word of God, amen. Because God has so much more, He has so much more for all of us, amen. But you know, all things. Hallelujah. You have a, an anointing from the Holy One. Verse 21 says, "I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and that and that no lie is of the Wait a minute. And that no lie is of the truth. But who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? And who is the antichrist who denies the father is the son of God? Whoever denies the Son, and I didn't mean to go down this far, but whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So we—we're not that doesn't apply to us, but I just wanted to continue to read. Amen. Amen. So the Bible is telling us who we are, and we need to know and remember who we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. We need to understand God's plan, purpose, and purpose, and pursue God's purpose and his plans and not man's. We need to leave man alone, amen, and allow God to make us who we are. Let the Holy Spirit comfort us and and encourage us and teach us and guide us into all truths. And and we need to renew our minds in the Word of God. That's the only way it's going to happen amen hallelujah we need to think like christ so that we will operate at a higher level in the kingdom of god amen and we need to, we need to think like christ so that we can do the work of the ministry because i'm telling you the volume is going to be high the the harvest is right but the laborers are few and so god is is trying to prepare more labors for the for the harvest that's coming. Amen. And so it's not a big thing for us to renew our mind in the word of God. So we'll think like God have the mind of Christ. Amen. We need to win souls to Christ and be an example. We're a light. The, the Bible says that we're the salt of the earth. And if we're removed, then this earth doesn't have its flavor. It loses its flavor and so we need to live up we got a lot to live up to amen but it's it's everyday life it's nothing god is not asking us to do anything that we cannot do and that we don't do already but i think from uh the the season knowing what season we're in god wants us to kick it up a a couple notches amen and and do some work personal work on ourselves So renew your mind in the word of God. Let Proverbs 420 be your best friend. Amen. I'm done. (laughs) Father, we do thank you for your word. Amen. We just bless you. Amen. Thank you, Father. We just bless you, and we exalt you, and we lift you up today. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the honor and glory for your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you would even want to use us in your end-time army We're thanking you and we're praising you in Jesus' name. Amen.